To me, it's always sounded suspiciously like I'm a little teapot, but no one else brings that up, so I'm probably the crazy one. So. We've seen it all before, so let's reload on a very special episode of shows that suck and shows that blow. Buckle up, buttercup, it's a bumpy road. Going deep inside the mainframe secret code. Some of this shit stinks, some of it's gold. Featuring the VIPs of SBT, Austin G and Dr. DB with our AT&C money. Weird TV is their specialty. It might be all four or just one, two, or three. Cause they're old and kind of busy. So go get ready and take a peek. So set your phases to download a rarity that we had bestowed. Special moments no one would have shown. Open your body holes cause you're gonna get told. Grab yourself a drink and let's unload. In a very special episode. Hello, and welcome to a very special episode podcast, where we talk about themes that have ingrained themselves into our brains and replaced more useful knowledge. <laughs> yes, we may, we may not know any of our multiplication tables above five, but we'll be damned if we don't know that the Fresh Prince was born and raised in West Philadelphia. <laughs> I'm David Bittenhofer, and the person joining me is the person who thinks the Rembrandts are better than Rembrandt. Ooh. Austin Gordon. <laughs> and the person who can't hear a tour is three hours in length without singing <laughs> carolyn maine for three <laughs> hours tour tours tour. did you like that bad singing everyone get yeah. ready for more oh shit you're in luck because it's our very special 100th episode yeah, it is 100 episodes, and we decided to review theme songs. Yeah. That's it. That's, That's it. it. I mean, we kept talking about it, so then we were like, hey, it's our 100th episode. Let's do something special. Maybe that theme song thing we kept talking about. And I'll be honest, I never remember us talking about it once. Right? We definitely have, but not for long. Just whenever we do a podcast and we're like, I like this theme song, we're like, we should do a whole podcast on theme song. Basically, that's what it boils down to, yeah. if Anytime we're on, like... We talk about a show that has a great theme song. We're like, yeah, this is one of the all-time great theme songs. We should do a theme song episode. <laughs> Watch us not remember any of those selections this whole go. <laughs> Sorry, we're not gonna. Uh, Austin. Yeah. What's your relation to TV theme songs? <laughs> I, I mean, it's pretty much what you just said, which is the yeah. things that's in my brain in place of, of better, more useful knowledge. So <laughs> yeah. I will have you know that I know the multiplication table's up to five, but also the nines. Nines are nice because you just do ten, and then you minus one. Add up to nine, and then oh, what? Damn! Uh, And it's always one left. To be fair, I was trying to think of things we should know that we don't. But then usually I go to history. But then I know Austin knows all these stupid history facts, so then (laughs) then I was at a loss. So I tried to get him with math. No, math is math is a good one because there's yeah. You're, you're right on the cusp of my math knowledge because I have to <laughs> rattle around the lyrics to Gilligan's Island in my head. So. <laughs> That's how I remember my threes times table is three hour tours. Yeah. <laughs> how There's many, seven how times many eight tours three times five? Yeah, no, I love thieves. I love TV thieves songs. Um, 
because I'm a big film score nerd, and so yeah. like I have a lot of TV songs that I like that are just like instrumental ones, um, even without the lyrics. And then, and then of course, like all of the great '80s sitcoms with uh, banger lyrical songs that have nothing to do at all with the shows. And then all of the great like '50s and '60s concept shows where they're like, "We're so going to do a pilot in our theme song every week." That's <laughs> how they get you. Yeah, it's great stuff. It's it's a it's its own little weird little niche art form, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carolyn, I agree with most everything everybody has said so far. Uh, my relationship is I fucking love TV theme songs. <laughs> I've been blasting them all day, giving everyone weird dreams while they nap over here. Pretty great. Like, like you'll just put on a whole peel of them and you'll be like, why do I know the Cagney and Lacey theme song? I don't think I've ever watched it, but I fucking know this and I'm fucking invested. And there are, there are plenty of theme songs that I know of that I never even really watched the show. Yes. Right? And I yep. think the job of every good theme song, and we'll get to this, but it's like, you have to like it and you have to feel good already. Like it has to get you there in like a couple of beats. So that's the theme's job is to make you feel good and give you the oeuvre and give you the vibes. And it's just yeah. like, some of them are so good and I've never even watched the show, but I know it deeply. And like Austin, um, I like, well, I like, I think I like movie soundtracks a little bit better than movie scores, but movie scores are very interesting and profound and important, deadly important to the art of cinema. So that's cool. Uh, we, just, we just have so many bangers to talk about, you guys. David, what do you think about TV themes? Well, I was, I don't know if I was known, in my own mind at least, <laughs> known for knowing the lyrics to a lot of TV themes. Oh, that's how you feel about that. yourself. That is definitely a piece of knowledge that exists in my brain in place of something useful about David. <laughs> that David knows the lyrics to a lot of I just remember being at uh, it was probably Bogart's the lame ass club in Apple in our our suburban hometown uh, Mm -hmm. for a for a concert of some sort. And they did like a TV theme song medley. And David could have just like walked up on stage and like pushed the lead singer aside and be like, (laughs) I got this. (laughs) That would be really cool if you did that, David. It's a talent that's waning, I can tell you, in my old age. Well, A, I just don't watch as many, especially new stuff. But now there's, well, we'll, we'll probably get into the death of the TV theme song. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I'm getting a little older, so I don't remember them quite as well. But yeah, I used to, for a long time, I just knew so many theme songs. Yeah, nobody in, in nobody has the, the theme song to Lost memorized quite like David. <laughs> 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 Is that just house music? I can't tell. <laughs> yeah, it's not that it's not that uh, you've passed by theme songs, David. It's that theme songs have passed you by. Yeah, I guess so. You guys, is the house TV show house music? Have we checked? Do they have? They, it's, there's something there. I forget what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, theme songs have definitely lived and died, unfortunately, mm-hmm. maybe. A little well, bit. It sounds like us. You might... Because I always equate Lost with the death of the theme song. And oh. The, as for, not, it's not that cut and dry, obviously, right. but that's where it's always like, once Lost came around, that's when they decided nuts to theme songs in general. And just, yeah. Like, yeah. I mm. feel like Lost was a show where they're like, this is, it was like that perfect storm of a big hit with a complicated premise that just said, fuck it. 
when it came to yeah. a, when it came to having a theme song. And so that's when executives were like, "Wait, you can have a hit show that's also complicated and just like punt the theme song? Why aren't we always doing this? Mm-hmm. We don't need to pay musicians. That's just time we could give to commercials. Yeah, yeah, no vibes." Uh, so we will be going over, I think we decided basically by decade, we'll go over our favorite theme songs. Uh, I'm, I'm in charge of this, so I'm just going to bully everybody into my format. But um. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the benefit of the dice roll that is the hosting rotation. Yeah, exactly. uh, and I was just going to uh, briefly, my not that we have to go through all our criteria, but when I was thinking of what, because Carolyn kind of mm. went over this, that's why. Sure, when I was yeah, thinking yeah. of what makes a good theme song, like, mm-hmm. it has to be catchy to me. Like, you have yes. To, just an earworm that gets into your head and then i want it to be evocative of the show itself so i want it to really make you think of the show like there are some themes i mean we'll get into the perfect strangers themes (laughs) oh really (laughs) how could you tell (laughs) (laughs) and i love it don't be no perfect strangers is the is like the exception that proves the rule of (laughs) (laughs) it needs to the show I thought that's how we all felt watching the show. I'm very surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Austin, this is where, when we're talking about best that I'm going to have to really highlight per decade, it needs to have lyrics for me, though. Uh, See, there's two major schools, and we'll probably get into this, but I was thinking Mm -hmm. about theme songs, and there's theme songs that say every fucking thing about the show, like a pilot, like Austin said. They kind of say way too much. And then there's ones that are just fucking sweet licks. There's some really good pure instrumentals. Now, no, I don't... I mean, we'll get to it. I'm going to start out with some instrumentals. So it's Mm -hmm. not like I don't like them. But when you're talking about the top of the top, I want something I can sing along to. And Well, you and me are rappers and lyricists, David. So it's very important (laughs) to us. Singer-songwriters. And just for this, I was looking, I was hoping, there's one exception in there, actually, but Mm. uh, like uh, shows I'm more familiar with, I wanted to, I'm generally going to gravitate towards, and I was trying to focus on themes we haven't discussed, which also made things a bit difficult, because... We've gone through a lot of shows in our 100 episodes, so picking ones with themes we haven't really gone over, just because I don't want to retread territory. But then I want to be honest, like if I shout out one for a completely unrelated reason before, I feel like I do have to pull up with it back here now that it's finally time. Yeah. And no, I mean, we're going to shout it out. Well, we'll get to get into it. But I was. uh, And so we were thinking of doing it by decade. And so and that would be like 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s and today's. There's the odds in there. (laughs) Further Uh, days that we have. Yeah, exactly. But so when I was like just writing down theme songs that I thought were good, <laughs> I thought I hit on the oldest that was a banger. Uh, Bangers only, please. <laughs> and actually now when I'm looking at the years that it's tied. But I was originally thinking, well, of course it's going to be this show because this show holds like all the records for everything in TV. And that was Bonanza. Uh... And that's back in the 50s.
Yeah. I have a counterpoint to Bonanza, and I can well, wait no, a minute. Yeah, we'll get to yours because I saw it, and it's relevant. But, These are both yeah, high pumping cowboy shows, very, and they get very there. Relevant. And yeah, yeah, yours yeah. is actually pretty significant now when I mm-hmm. listen to it. But we'll get to that in a moment. Mine fucking I, rips. I started yeah. looking up some <laughs> lists of theme songs, and then there's an earlier one. Which is also a banger, mm. and that would be the theme to Perry Mason. Oh yes, I have that. That one is boom. <laughs> that scary noise. Perry Mason is lyric free though, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Well, we're talking fifties here, and that's where we're get to Carolyn. But uh, well, Bonanza but is only technically like it's only lyric is Bonanza. Think like the original. I don't think But Perry Mason is nineteen fifty-seven, and that was pretty much the oldest theme song that I found that. I enjoyed. I'll put it that yeah. way. I'm glad you mentioned Perry Mason because it is so like arresting, huh? That's mm-hmm. a legal pun. I didn't even mean it, but it is. It like catches your attention. It's like the <laughs> law of order, chong chong of your, mm-hmm. and you just you look at it, and then there's Perry Mason, and he's a serious guy in a suit. I don't remember the show, but yeah, it's very a good show. Lawyer, lawyer man, but it's yeah, lawyer it's man. Just- it certainly grabs your attention. I don't know. It's a chicken or the egg. Like, it really feels like a legal theme to me, but is it because it was the first legal theme then? You know? And right. That's what we equate it with. Uh, and another one in 1959. So, 1957 was Mason, Perry Mason, and then 1959 was Bonanza. And then another one that is very iconic yes. in 1959 would be, and we'll get to you, yours in a moment, is uh, sure. the Twilight Zone. Oh, that's a good is, one. is almost like created uh its genre of sci-fi like themes right like as we move through well and, and sterling the, the goodness weird food. thing with yeah. the twilight zone because i thought about putting that one on my list too mm-hmm. is that it's it's almost so iconic that it 
transcends being a theme song to a TV show. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that's just exactly. the weird music that plays when something like eerie happens, mm-hmm. you know, like TV show, movie, whatever. True. Yeah, it's kind of like transcended. It's like Xeroxing, right? Yeah. It's just yeah. the music that plays when something crazy is going on. Right? They use it all the time to this day. There's so many from the 50s to 60s era that are like just pure iconic to this day. Mm-hmm. If I may shout out a couple honorable mentions before we get to my top pick we've alluded to. <laughs> well, speaking. we should go to the top. We- Oh, we're doing pop top first. Well, then we'll go, then we'll talk honorable. Although I was just leading up to right, it because right. yours would be the earliest that I know of that has lyrics and is also a banger, which would earliest be banger. We're going for ride. Get him up, get it in. Wrap it up, better not the tongue. That is. Yeah. My criteria, it hits all of them, you know, mm. it's, it's catchy, you want to sing it, and it, you know, it's very evocative of the show itself. And it's so fun to sing. It hits those back walls. Mm-hmm. Even though they're disapproven, hellbound for leather, like the lyrics are fantastic and the energy yeah. is great. And I think we all remember the cinematic moment when the Belushi sang it in Blues Brothers to win over that dive bar. It's <laughs> you can make friends with anybody. When they stopped throwing their beer bottles in anger and started throwing them in <laughs> celebration. It's a very important part of music. Yeah. God, this song rips. Like, put it on the next time you're driving or you have to do a chore outside. It really pumps you up. So, what were your honorable? Uh, I guess I should go. Austin, did you have anything? Oh, yeah. Country? Do you have anything country, first of all? Um, I, <laughs> did you get that I don't have anything country. <laughs> Boom. Um, I had a couple of my 60s shows are technically started in the 50s. I should say we we could, we could dither about this if we want to. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I made some judgment calls as far as like decade breaks on shows that um cross that like started at the end of one decade and then went well into another one and whether or not it felt like the first decade or the second decade to me right um, I, i'm into hard rules so i just went with the date it premiered i am not Shit. at all surprised about that whatsoever david <laughs> i told um, but did you have any that landed on a zero year and which way did you go <laughs> in that instance mm. if you did i'm firm that the zero is like 60 would be part of the 60s is yeah what I would yeah that's fair. 
Um, but a couple of the fifties ones, I I'm bummed. I didn't think of either Rawhide or Bonanza. Those are both. That's why we're here, baby. Um, Mm -hmm. Leave it to Beaver is a good fifties one. And so uh, wholesome. And that's one we've done an episode of, right? We have done an episode mm -hmm. of that one. And, uh, the Dick Van Dyke show is another one. Kind of a, a fun, catchy fifties theme to it. That's very, Mm -hmm evocative without having any lyrics that spell out sort of the premise of the show. You guys, what about an all-lesbian remake of Dick Van Dyke? <laughs> that be good? I was thinking about that earlier. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like Pussy Van Dyke then? <laughs> yeah. Or, or it could just be like, you know, a strap-on Van Dyke. Dyke Dildo Van Dyke. Yeah. Dyke Van Dick? Dyke, do we, do we Dyke flip Van it around? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to hand this to lesbians now. We're not allowed to work this too hard, but this is going to be good. <laughs> Uh, did you have any other, uh, your honorable mention from the 50s? Uh, similar to Austin's, I want to shout out the Andy Griffith show. Fucking iconic. Just whistling. I forget it, but. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure this makes great podcasting for everybody. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, they wanted to have Andy. I, I edged that one into the 60s, but I had that on my shirt. Okay. Yeah, I didn't pay too close attention to the decades, so one of you math guys yeah. could keep me honest. Technically, it started on 1960. That's what mm, I mean. yeah. Well, then I rushed the gun here. Okay, what about, yeah. of course, and I've been thinking about her a lot lately, Lucy. I love Lucy. Oh, yeah. That I wonder if she actually had Desi, her husband of the time, do that song, too. I should have looked that up, but he was a big music guy. It's Par Wiley. We're doing it. Uh, which way? I guess we could get into the 60s, but we can... I think we should first go over our favorites. Uh, Carolyn, what was your favorite 1960s song? Um, um, 60s, I should say. Not just... Let's... Oh, gosh. You know, I think it might be either Dragnet or Hitchcock Presents. Mm. Oh, the Hitchcock Presents one is good.
It's yeah. so tidy, and that's cinema as well, cinema adjacent. And right, right. It's classy. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's yeah. classy. That's a very good one. And he steps into his silhouette. Uh, Speaking of iconic, like, who can't see that man and his fatness in black and white? It's great. I love him. <laughs> Austin? Well, I feel like the 60s is the golden age of, mm. of TV a, there, songs. There's a lot there. There's That's a true. lot there. Sure. And I feel like the the be all end all, particularly like the sixties is the golden age of this of the of the theme song. And part of that is because the sixties is the golden age of like the wacky high concept sitcom. And then that <laughs> leads to a lot of really fun theme songs that are like explaining the concept. Is uh, that where my mother the car is from? Probably I think so, yeah. yeah. I think so. I, I, wasn't dads. Even... I mean it's just every, it's like <laughs> just tons of these like My three sons. Yeah, yeah. Not my three dads. That comes later. My three my dads, dads yeah. the car. Just weird yeah, just all these like weird, goofy, <laughs> high concept shows, the Beverly Hillbillies. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's so, a great one for discussing the whole plot of the show tidally uh, within the theme. Really It, just, it feels like the gold standard of the gold standard is Gilligan's Island. Oh, shout out because we did an episode of that. Bra-da-da. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic point aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailor man, skipper brave and sure. High passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour, a three-hour tour. The weather started getting rough, the tiny ship was tossed. If not for the courage of the fearless crew, the middle would be lost. The middle would be lost. The ship set ground on the shore of this uncharted desert isle. With Gilligan, the skipper too. A millionaire and his wife. A movie star, the professor and Marianne. We did do an episode mm, of that, is. so we don't need to spend a ton of time. I think everybody is familiar <laughs> with Gilligan's Island, but uh, a three-hour podcast episode. <laughs> yes, and it also has the uh, uh, one of those fun things with theme songs where there's like different versions of the lyrics depending on mm. what season and what cast members were there. <laughs> oh, that's fun! I didn't notice they didn't shout out the Jungle Boy when we which did is it. yeah, very much a, a you know old-fashioned thing that doesn't happen anymore they should i feel like uh gilligan's island is up on the pantheon with like the fresh prince of bel-air of theme songs everyone knows the lyrics to yes without ever having watched an episode like you don't have to see an episode (laughs) to be all you don't you don't have to watch it because the theme is full of exposition it's got (laughs) all the scaffolding right in it (laughs) And his Uncle Phil is mad. The three-hour tour. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I don't think my choice is like the most classic when you think of 1960s themes, but I think it hits all the buttons of my criteria, which would be the theme to the monkeys. Oh, Oh, that's good. Yeah. Here we come. Walk down the street. We get funny as slow as from... Everyone we meet Hey, hey, we're the monkeys And people say we monkey around We're too busy singing To put anybody down We just 
that's one of a special category that I haven't gone into yet, which is when people in the show sing the theme, which is yeah. very special, I agree. Mm-hmm. And the monkeys, they're adorable. <laughs> they are adorable. <laughs> and it's a banger. I love it. It, it is. It, it really hits my sweet spot, too. People say we so, monkey yeah, around. <laughs> We're too busy dancing to get anybody <laughs> down. People talk with monkey around. Good stuff. That is. I didn't yeah. think of that one. That's good. That's like my favorite boy band. I like them all a lot. Fucking cute. They don't even play their own instruments. <laughs> no. Yeah, but he's so small. Davy Jones is a little man. And he sings. He's great. Uh, we can get into some honorable mentions. All uh, right, all right. What did? Well, how about here? Adam Sandler versus Monsters. If you listen to yeah. them lately, they both fucking rock. I'm they, afraid. Do. I mean, they both Adam rock. Adam Family feels like it's iconic. I haven't yes. heard the Monsters in a while. I, I can cue it really. for you. It's like really jazzy. So the Adam Family has all their lyrics right there. They really set the mood. And then the Monsters mm-hmm. is kind of like a ripping, like Ed Daddy Roth kind of. It's just really funky, funky. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They're all together okay, the Adams family. Their house is a museum, when people come to see them, they really are a scream, the Adams family. Neat. Sweet. Petite. So get a witch's shawl on, a broomstick you can crawl on, we're gonna pay a call on, the Adams family. I had Adam's family on my, nice. on my short list over the monsters. I'm, yeah, the snapping yeah. and just the the it's got the setup in there and yeah, yeah. That's kind of like a DreamWorks Pixar beef with those two shows that are very close together, and you have to pick one. But I'm pretty sure Adam's family is the better property. It's been more regarded ultimately. Yeah, certainly. Monsters had some steez, though. It's just tough because they're very different, though, too. Like, the shows were similar, but then the themes are very different. Like Yeah. True. Yeah. I think the Monsters is a bit less restrained, but the mm-hmm. Adams like, does the criteria, and probably your criteria better. Yeah, if... yeah. At least you can sing, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. With the lyrics, you can sing to it, which it helps. With the Monsters, yeah, that's a jazzy... That's a good <laughs> tune. Um... Uh... 
And this, but the weird thing about the Adams family is it's a stuff, it's a song you just hear at random places like baseball games, too. What? <laughs> Why? Oh, yeah, because it, it, it's because <laughs> of the snapping. It has like a, mm-hmm. a, a audience participation at like, they you like can get that. people invested in it and play along yeah. with it and stuff. That's, I, I have to believe that's the only reason it shows up in arenas and things like that. Like, I could see doing it in October, but are they doing it in fucking September? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's a year round thing. It's yes. pretty fun. They huh. just play the first part, and then they don't yeah. get to the, you know. I have a question. Do they play, this, it's a little off track, but you like baseball. Do they ever play center field in the arenas to get people amped? Oh, yeah. There's, there's a that, variety. It's me it's amped. Because like, <laughs> each ball player has their own, like, walk-up music. Oh, yeah. That they play when they come up to bat at, like, mm-hmm. different and like for some players, it's different depending on the inning or the circumstances. And oh yeah, they'll they'll call out different uh, uh, baseball related pop songs. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Yeah, exactly. Today. <laughs> I do feel like they. I hear Green Acres a lot too. Oh, that's a good like one. That. That's a good one. Clapping too, right? Because they have the people who the characters are singing and they're doing exposition about the show and they're kind of having Mm -hmm. an argument in the theme song about their different lifestyles. That's an interesting one. What the show is going to be about is them arguing over their lifestyle, right? Yeah, like it's it's not only sets up the premise of the show, but it gives you like an a, a conflict in the song itself. Like it's a mini episode in terms of like establishing a premise and then introducing the characters and the concept and all that. Right. Mm. That's a good one. Let's do an episode of that. Yeah. Green Acres. I Green Acres on my short list. Oh, yeah. Nice. What else? You got anything else? Um, so I had Green Acres. I had Adam's family. We mentioned the Annie Griffith show. I had that in the sixties. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, yeah. uh, this is, this is a, a, uh, uh, a non lyrical one, which is tough. Mm-hmm. Cause the sixties again, like, only the eighties rivals it for like great lyrical theme songs, but uh, the mission impossible theme song out of the sixties. Certified banger. said that because when mm. i was listening to some old ones today and that one is like so perfect and it's from like a hundred years ago but yeah. like we still use it for every time someone's like if you're getting an ego waffle and you're stealing it from your mom that's like what you play <laughs> to right, this exactly. day it is, any heist it is any heist. it is Media. like the twilight zone theme in that yes it's just like the soundtrack to a certain action and we've never done any better, and we don't expect to. <laughs> right? We just we're like we've peaked with Mission Impossible. Similarly, that reminds me of um, Doctor Who, Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. and Mission Impossible. It's like right where Doctor Who is. And then when I was listening today, I noticed how much the Rick and Morty theme is 
a nod to the Doctor Who theme, the early 60s one. It's really funky sci-fi. He's like theremin or something. It's spooky. What else? Uh, others I had, well, I had Mr. Ed. Hell yeah. That's going to tell you everything yep. about it. And it's <laughs> fun to sing along to. I was going to say, it's got some fun, like, Twists and turns to the lyrics, just from like mm-hmm. a horse, of course. Horse, of course, so oh, good. You know who could do? You know who could do a really uh, good Mister Ed is Johnny Cash. I want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a uh, I Dream of Genie. Hell yeah! Very. Uh, we the Batman theme song. Oh yeah. hell yeah! <laughs> I, that almost made my list. <laughs> That's Shagadelic. Tells you everything baby. you need to know about it, and it's one lyric. <laughs> this is it's a show Batman. about Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know if we'll go through a lot of game shows, but Jeopardy mm. started in 1964. Oh, that seems wow. like an iconic theme. That uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. we now, still use that to this day. To me, it's always sounded suspiciously like I'm a little teapot, but no one else brings that up, so I'm probably the crazy one. So. It's like a really academic teapot. You're right. Twist and shout. Handle and spout. The other one I was going to mention, which I may have even picked, but except I didn't even realize it was a theme. It was a theme song, but apparently there is an English. TV show called Danger Man in 1960s. And their theme was Secret Agent Man. Oh, Oh, sweet. And that's a hell of a song. That's good foreshadowing, David, because I have a lot of Beeb choices coming up, actually. Ooh, we're going to get there. Yeah, we could have done like a whole game show sub list. Oh, my God. I have to shout out The Price is Right. That's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Can't remember, but it's good. Uh, all right, uh, we can get into the 70s. All right. Funky as hell, everybody. <laughs> Unbutton and relax. <laughs> this one was actually a little tough for me to pick one that I just really wanted. But I uh, I realized the, probably the one I've sang the most in my life would be the theme to the Jeffersons. So that's what mm. I went with.
Yeah, in that which... was that was close on my list. Close to making my mm-hmm. list. I thought of that one. So we're moving on up. Although this one is one I haven't seen too many Jefferson episodes in my time. I've seen some, but not too much. Yeah, but... I don't know that I've ever seen an episode of the Jeffersons. No, Me you just either. need to watch more TV. Uh... Hashtag racist, I know. <laughs> uh, Carolyn? Similarly, I like... So I put on the themes and I listened to a bunch and I'm like, that's good. And then I don't remember any of them from the 70s because I think <laughs> this is where we stopped getting exposition and started just doing like good funky bangers, you know, a lot of right. porn or jazzy sounding to our ears today. Um, well, is this when Taxi started or is that yes. 80s? Because Taxi is very pretty and we should shout that out because we've done that and it's very mm-hmm. funky of an era. Gosh, what else? What else? Uh, come back to me. What do you got, Austin? <laughs> come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting, waiting for, for you. you. The thing and the thing and the thing. Freeze company, episode of that uh dibs on the one where his ball is hanging out <laughs> dibs on the one where there's a wacky misunderstanding involving, <laughs> involving his ball god what is yeah, his name no, that was three three's company which is i think the john ritter the uh uh fusion point of the high concept 60s lyrics and the like uh, tinny proto synthesizer 70s sound mm-hmm. that you get in like taxi and whatnot. And 
it's it to me it's just the the quintessential 70s theme song yeah that's a good one uh did you have any honorable mentions awesome uh i had taxi on my list that carolyn mentioned yeah. that was one of those where mm-hmm. uh by david's criteria is definitely a 70s show <laughs> um, by my more wishy-washy criteria, it's probably an '80s show because it aired more years in the '80s than the '70s. But it has a very like '70s vibe in my estimation, so I included it in the '70s. Mm. Um, another one that I had written down was the Mash theme song, which we talked about. Oh uh, hell yeah! And Mash we did episode. that show. Um, that one's so sad. There's a good like run of sad '70s songs. The the original Muppet Show. Oh, in the 70s, yeah. Which is a, which is a great here. one. Um, and then, I like when the big Muppets are like, it's time to put on makeup. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and then finally, another real banger is the Hawaii Five-0 theme song. Hell yeah. Yep, yep. Which I think, again, debuted in like 68 or 69, but ran almost to like <laughs> 1980 or 81. So I threw that one in the 70s. For, uh, technically, it started in 1969. I didn't know if we'd talk about it yet, but we got the Brady Bunch theme, which is pretty classic. Uh, ah, yeah, that's yeah. like the classic exposition. Song. Yeah, but it almost didn't make it because the song isn't good enough. I don't think because it's mostly <laughs> just them like word singing everything. Right. You know, now and we're talking to yeah. a theme. <laughs> But we're not really singing because it's not that complicated. Of course, you have to mention the Partridge family if you That's mention the yeah. right. Yeah. What was their theme song? Hey, hey, we're the Partridge. <laughs> People say we Partridge around. That's it. I think, yeah, I think you guys got it. That's partridge. That's it. That's it. Totally. Is it Come On, Get Happy? I think that might be theirs because they were like a band family. And the Bradys were just mixed, but they didn't have to be musicians for their bread. Right? Yeah, the Partridge family is like the the love child of the Brady Bunch and the Monkees, basically. Oh, shit. Yeah, that must have been what the executive said. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Pitch it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so the Partridges, are they like the Munsters then? And the Bradys are the Adamses? Kind of. Little bit. Then it got weird because then the Brady Bunch started singing songs too. Oh, shit, they did. <laughs> <laughs> The Brady Bunch did some weird shit too, like haunted tiki's and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, they had yeah some things got weird. Effed up episodes. We'll have to we'll have to do some Brady Bunch one day, guys. Sorry, yeah, we do probably. another uh, hundred episodes. Mary Tyler Moore is in the seventies. Uh, yep, classic. Uh, yeah, we've talked about that one before. It was very good. Sanford and Son, that's a good one. Oh yeah. Is that? Uh, that's so funky. What's that? What's the moving on up one? That's the Jeffersons. That's Jefferson's. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're moving on up. Moving uh, on up. And then I, I, there's Good Times, which is also mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Good Times. Every time. Uh, happy Days. Yeah, I almost made my list, too. Call back to the 50s. Yeah, it's part of the, mm-hmm. the, the wave of 50s nostalgia in the 70s that also brought us Grease and... And the love boat is another uh, one. I have on yeah, that one boat. is so smooth. Exciting and new. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, 
and relax it's like a resort you just flop <laughs> over it's great uh so th- and then there's one in 197 that started in 1978 more of an 80s one but we're kind of moving into the 80s now Hell which yeah. didn't make my top because it doesn't have lyrics but i have to give it a shout out because i remember specifically what it's a show i never really watched but then it like came on after a show like my brother and i would watch and we'd always wait till the theme ended just because we liked the theme so much. Because the theme was banging. <laughs> and that would be the theme to Dallas. Oh, mm. yeah. almost made my mm-hmm. my list that's that's a a catchy one sweeping orchestral yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. score for this like you know soapy <laughs> primetime mm-hmm. drama that's where patrick mm-hmm. duffy started right mm-hmm. yeah TV's yep patrick, patrick duffy, duffy. Was... we it. might talk about other of his shows later <laughs> it depends on how miller boyette we get uh what would your favorite be austin from from the 80s 80s now oh shit well i think i think carolyn and i at least have this one on our on our shared list and that would be (laughs) 
Perfect Strangers. share too before we get too far into the 80s we'll come back it's just that like this is the era where we all started watching television so now we're at the shows mm-hmm. that we watched and they meant a lot right. to us at the time right austin what do you think about perfect strangers oh totally i mean i agree that's this yeah the 80s is where it really starts because this is the stuff that i remember watching as a kid this is uh, our stuff you know obviously a lot of the like 60s stuff i knew from like nick at night and mm-hmm. um you know my parents watching it and stuff uh, but like a lot of the '70s stuff, I mean, I didn't wa- see much of that at all when I was a kid. Um, you know, we talked in our Mash episode. I think I knew the song to Mash because the closing credits were on a rerun before, like <laughs> right. kind of like David in his Dallas experience. I uh-huh. catch the end of Mash, waiting for something mm-hmm. that I like, some cartoon to come on or whatever. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the eighties is, is, is obviously the defining decade for us. But I also think the eighties is, I mean, it, it, it echoes the sixties in terms of you know, the seventies have, a, it, it's the socially relevant sitcoms, the, the Mary Tyler Moores and, and, uh, um, all of the, you know, the Jeffersons, all in the family that it's tackling these, these big social issues. And then in the eighties, you get a return of the high concept sitcom. And so then you get the return of the, let's spell out our premise in the theme song, or we get a little bit more advanced. So it becomes less about the premise and more about the like tone and feeling of the show. Uh, which is a hundred percent. That isn't even what Perfect Strangers is. Perfect, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know what the tone of Perfect Strangers is. Wacky nonsense with a yeah, vaguely yeah. whitewashed <laughs> jokes about a European yeah. guy, like fake immigration. Yeah. What's great about the Perfect Strangers theme song is it is a banger. Like it like. Put that on and I want to belt it at the top of my lungs. It should be on every karaoke selection. Uh, has zero to do with the show. I don't know that there's anything that says anything about either the premise of the show or really the tone of the show. And it's just, it's kind of perfect for being just so cuckoo bananas relative to the show that it's preceding. It's kind of a perfect stranger to the tone of this show. <laughs> it's meta, bitch. Oh, yeah. Austin and I share this number one pick. I like that we just had to go there. It's so 
There's something when the theme song is so overdone and so sincere, even if it's not telling me the truth. Like, we're definitely getting <laughs> sold a false bill of goods with this theme song. But I just hear it and I just lose all my guile and I feel like I'm standing on a mountain. <laughs> standing tall on the wings of wings our dream. my dreams. What does that even mean? That's just like <laughs> 80s excess in a lyric. Like, it's just so... Rise and fall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somebody made that game a couple years ago where you just like danced around to the lyrics or like grab buttons. It was really cute, but it's just like the fucking theme song is off the chain. Like, who is that nerdy guy who sang that? How did he conjure all this feeling? How many notes did he get back from the studio? Or is that just his first take? Like, you want to know everything about it. It's like, it's such a huge song. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, it is. It's <laughs> huge. <laughs> well, I had one chosen mm. as my favorite, but there was one that I figured one of you two would take. So that's No, why we I took the same one. But you guys went with Perfect Stranger. So then I have to go with what is actually the greatest tv theme of all Ooh. time which is of course cheers and i know that's not saying yeah. a lot but everyone knows it you can't dispute it making your way in the world today takes everything you've got taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot wouldn't you like to get away Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You want to be where you can see Our troubles are all the same You want to be where everybody knows your name Cheers is huge. I yeah. still think it's funny. We haven't gotten to them yet. We did do mm-hmm. Perfect Strangers drink. Um, cheers. Yeah. That's like another... It reminds me of MASH in that it's like pretty sad. It's a pretty sad song. Yeah. Well, that's right. Everyone knows your name. It's fun, though. You know, some but people yeah. just need to go to a bar and drink their troubles away. You know? Yeah. It's classic. It's iconic. It's huge. Yeah. yeah I... I more or less left it off my list because I figured somebody would get covered. Like, it's cheers. Somebody's going to name drop. <laughs> you have to talk about it. It's probably... I mean, I don't know if it's my favorite theme song ever, but when I'm objectively just looking at my criteria and everything, yeah, it's cheers. Well, it's I mean, interesting... Oh, go on. I was just going to say, at the end of the day, I'd rather Sometimes belt out Perfect Strangers go. from my car <laughs> over the cheers song, which is why I went with Perfect yeah. Strangers. But cheers is... I mean, that's, that's A-plus theme song mm-hmm. right there. Well, everybody knows your name. I was looking at, like, the 50 greatest theme songs of all time, and the only thing I was surprised by that this was ranked number four. Ooh. But it was ranked 
everything else ranked above it. Now, th- I have no idea if this source is even that credible, but whatever. He's <laughs> probably just a guy. Just it like was that. the highest ranked of lyric themes, though, okay. because the ones above it was number three was the theme to SWAT. So I guess I'm just bringing. I don't that. even know that. What the it's hell? a banger. Oh, I mean, it's it's yeah. it's a police. I mean, it's it's in the same company as be. like Hawaii Five O mm-hmm. and Perry Mason, and like okay. it's a okay. It's it's good. Hawaii Five O theme better. I like spoiler alert the A Team theme better than uh, Ooh, yes. <laughs> That's kind of the best. Yeah. So what was number two then, David? Uh, the Rockford Files was number two. Huh? Is God, that I the one with? If, I mean, I'm sure if I heard it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. I guess that I've heard I that mean, before, but like that does not jump out at me as a like The a Rockford Files thing. is definitely the show I always hear about that I actually have seen some because I uh I've watched it a lot. Yeah, there's extra verses in the cheer song if you listen to yeah. the whole thing. Have you heard the whole thing? I've heard it. Like, it's yeah, it, <laughs> that's its own separate category of like weird extra verses of theme songs that you don't hear very often. <laughs> right. It is just built with sadness and things that kind of suck. Like Alanis Morissette's ironic, but then <laughs> when you get to the bar, it is good time. So I get that. It's a very Cheers is a very good show. We should do it one day. We really should yeah, do a Cheers episode. At least one. We'll never do Cheers. If not more, sometimes. Maybe and a then, run on it. Fuck. Yeah. Then number one was Hawaii Five O. Okay. Ah, valid. <laughs>
Okay, so anyways. Other 80s shout outs? Yeah, other 80s. Do you want another 80s shout out? I wanted to shout out Newhart. It's pretty. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Newhart is kind of a fun little one. Mm -hmm. gentle and sweet and kind just like newhart well my number two was the one i almost thought david might have had at number Mm. one which is the greatest american hero It's great. It, it's almost because I am so. I've never seen a single episode. Right, ever, and that right? is. Like, and as soon as you gave your criteria, I'm like, oh, okay, that won't be David's number one now because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you've never. I've never seen an episode of. Like that mm-hmm. is. To I me, did just see an episode. Yeah. That that mm-hmm. is the like poster child for great theme song to a show I have never seen a single mm-hmm. second of in my mm-hmm. entire life. <laughs> that's another one that's like a totally real song that a singer-songwriter, yeah, yeah, rock exactly. or roller oh, yeah, did. Another, like, and then they put another soaring lyrics and yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not Christopher Cross, but it reminds me of him, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's very, yeah. Smooth vibes. Very Christopher Cross-esque. Little mm-hmm. Yacht Rock. That one's good. Oh, it kind of reminds me also Welcome Back Cotter. That would be oh, yeah. 70s. I think that's a 70s like, thing, yeah. That's another one where it's like very sad. It talks about how his dreams were away from here and welcome back to settling. There was definitely a lot of like 
melancholia in those 70s themes. <laughs> yeah. I like, like the that. taxi theme is sad. WKRP in Cincinnati that started right. in the 70s is kind of sad. That one's sad too. Dear there's John, few, I think that's few. 80s. It's very sad. <laughs> By the time you read this letter, I'll be gone. Dear John. Sad as hell. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> Uh, some borderline '80s ones. I mean, we talked about the different strokes song, but that that's awesome. Same with Facts of Life. Yeah, they're, I had Facts of Life great. on my short list too. That's a great one. I have the Dukes of Hazard. I have on hell this yeah, too, and that's '70s or '80s. I did love, but now it's a little too Confederate for me. You know, I can't. Sure, <laughs> right. we got to take it back. I what I like about the Duke boys is they're doing just a little bit more than the law allows. <laughs> <laughs> Outlaw Country like used to be against they beat cops. all you ever saw. And now all the cops. With the law. Right? Like born. Right? And it's Waylon Jennings who's a legitimate yeah, oh, country star. You know. Yeah. I I got some love for it for sure. Uh, uh, but um, Yeah. But if I was going I, when I assumed Cheers was taking taken. <laughs> nope. I was going to go with a theme which might come unexpected. But I was going over my criteria of what's catchy and what's going to be evocative of the show and what's going to really tell you what the show is about. And when the show is about a new boy in the neighborhood who yeah. lives downstairs, <laughs> but it's understood that he's there just to take good care of me like he's one of the family. One of the in charge, right? <laughs> Charles Charge is, is good. good. What does Charles do with you in the night when he's in charge of you? That's between me and Charles. <laughs> okay. All I know is the key is in charge. Mm-hmm. Another uh, shout out, and it was vying for my number one. I've mentioned before, and I feel like I have to bring it back here when it's time. Fucking night court. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funky. Yeah, so I figured, funky. I figured you'd take that one. So I. I that one. <laughs> we were all trying to be g- gentle mm-hmm. with each other. But yeah, no, it slaps. It sounds like a 70s song because it's funky. But then. Yeah. But then it's definitely 80s. And oh, mm-hmm. those times we had, you guys. Uh, I mentioned the A team. That's another. That's another yeah. incremental one that slaps. It's mm-hmm. like uh, such a good adventure theme. Yeah. In terms of sort of 70s, 80s crossovers, uh, I dig the Laverne and Shirley theme. Yeah, man. Uh, Doing it our way. We talked about that one. It's got the cool, like, shlemiel, shlemazel, spoken word chant at the beginning, and then it, like, kicks into this, like, totally soaring, uh, like, pop song. It's good stuff. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, shlemiel, shlemazel, Hassan Incorporated. Chance will take it. We're city rules. 
you know, the, the, the great, the great eighties family sitcoms, you know, we've done oh, more than, yeah. more than one family yeah. tied episode. So that's kind what of a given, do, uh, but I actually prefer growing pains to the family ties. Oh yeah. Theme it's song. better. I don't know. What is the growing pains? Show me that Whoa. smile. My, show me, show me that smile. Oh shit! Yeah, that is a banger. Did Alan fix sing it with her, and then I don't, and she gets. Oh, mad, so. <laughs> why not, David? You need to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> you need to show her that smile again. Um, a couple of kid-themed ones. Uh, Muppet Babies is uh, mm. was my introduction to the Muppets. And they make your dreams come true. They make your dreams come true. And uh, the Reading Rainbow song. Oh, <laughs> I came across that. Up. I was scanning some lists and I was like, shit, yeah, Reading Rainbow. That's a good yeah, pick. Take a look. It's in, it's a, in book. a book. How does that one start out? What is it? I can fly. I remember that like bird. They had like a rainbow bird at that part. It was such a good like OPB like bombastic theme with that like 2D. There used to be so much 2D animation. Independent artists would get work all across Sesame Street and Reading Rainbow and now they don't. We talked about it when we reviewed one of the episodes, but the uh the the wacky jazz Mr. Belvedere theme song. <laughs> Cats on the Belvedere. I don't think they say Mr. No, Belvedere in there. They <laughs> should I make up lyrics to all these instrumentals anyway. <laughs> <laughs> There's lyrics, but they're like pretty unrelated. Mm-hmm. Who's the boss? That was another one from the '80s. Mm-hmm. I had on my list. Yeah, and who's the boss? Because I always think of that as one of those 80s songs. But then I listen to it, and I, I don't think it matches up with a lot of the really good. It doesn't. Ones I mean, that's why I didn't ultimately put keep, it on my pace. my top five because it's 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 catchy, but it's not as as rock solid as. I mean, the 80s just have so many good mm-hmm. songs. The 80s is the golden era. Uh, I have to go back for a second to the 60s. We didn't mention mm-hmm. the first Star Trek theme. <laughs> I thought we'd meant to talk about Star Trek later, but yeah. yeah okay, well, maybe get yeah, back on generation. <laughs> Did you know that there's lyrics to the first Star Trek theme and someone just wrote them? Uh, the guy, fucking well, Johnny Star Trek. Wanted yeah. Wanted the lyrics, he yeah. wanted the money, baby. <laughs> so he wrote lyrics that they don't it's, use so it's they just get a like cut. the uh, Suicide is Painless guy that, that wrote yeah, the lyrics. Yeah, exactly. Real scroll. All right, 80s. Yeah, a lot of bangers. Uh, you mentioned the yeah. gold, you mentioned Golden, Carolyn. Golden Girl. Yeah. 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 Of course, of course. I love best friends who come to my parties. Right. Love it. Nice. And Maud. Was she 70s or 80s? That was 70s. Uh, 70s. I feel like that's that's a one of those decades. I do want to shout that one out in particular because that's one of the ones when I we did an episode and I edited it at the episode theme stayed in my head for like two extra weeks it's really powerful oh <laughs> uh, that is firmly in the 70s 72 to 78 lady godiva was a freedom rider <laughs> that's definitely a uh that's one of those socially relevant sitcoms of the 70s she had a horse and a garden cider uh, in the 80s i also have silver spoons noted yeah. yep yeah we uh Face to face, just a couple of silver spoons. It's a great uh, title drop. Thank you for the title <laughs> drop. And Punky Brewster. We talked about that one way long ago, but then another good one. Uh, before we, there's a couple that I'm sure people haven't heard before. 
But I was going to say, A, there's It's Gary Shandling's show. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. That is in my notes. That's a great deconstruction of the whole idea of a theme song. Yeah, well, which which also melds perfectly with the show itself, which was all about fourth wall breaking, too. Yeah. Right. He gets stuff. Yeah, and then it's just a song about a, a guy trying to write a song, basically. It's the Gary Shandling show. It's the Gary Shandling show. Gary called me up and asked if I would write his theme song. It's almost halfway finished. finished. How do you like, How do you it, like so? it so far? This is the Gary Shanley Show. That one is sometimes on karaoke. Very fun uh, yeah. to do. That's good. Uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 started in the 80s, mm. and I sang that one a lot, too. Oh, roll call. that's oh, really you're good, good. You're a good local boy, David. I that's know, I know. similar vibes. In. I have another 80s one that is sci-fi. Mm-hmm. This is when I started getting oh, yeah. BBC. Red Dwarf theme song.
yeah, that oh, looks pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, right? Yeah, it starts out like trippy... all serious, mm. and then they just have like a lyric lady <laughs> singing about like getting drunk on vacation. <laughs> kind of love it. It's like two songs in one, basically. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, they're like aping on their seriousness and then they get like hyper leisurely. And you know, I was digging in. I was like, yeah, I like the heavy piano in this. And then suddenly it was just like, yeah. Yeah. All around. Really uh, bouncy resort song. Yeah. <laughs> and this is just a personal story about a show called Kate and Allie. <laughs> <laughs> Two ladies. <laughs> and me watching it when I was very young. But, like, I guess old enough to be home alone because no one else was there. And uh, It's a story about to get X-rated. No. Yeah, this is a coming of age, David. So I'm watching it, and then it's, like, the end (laughs) of, like, the TV block I'm watching. And then the theme theme ends because this is, like, as the ending credits are rolling. And it it ends with, just when you think you're all by yourself, you're not. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's how the song ends. And then it's like, well, I'm done watching TV now. And I turn it off. And then, like, the house was just completely silent and all i could hear is those words like echoing in my head as i'm like i am all alone Aren't no one I? can like save me and so i'm like so it made me very much aware of how alone i was but then it's also saying that just when i think i am i'm not and i'm like but who is here if, if i'm not alone and then the lyrics are David Bitsenhofer, you are not alone. <laughs> We're in your closet. Go back to school. I just remember being, it felt very eerie. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the song that's supposed to be pretty innocent and just about how friends stick together just freaked me out for a night. Got so. you wrong. Oh, speaking of friends, I would like to shout out Bosom Buddies. Oh, and yeah, here's yeah. my segue to all the well, Billy themes who's been with us through the ages. Yeah, I yeah. would say one of the criteria of one I'm not, of me not picking as top theme songs i've said that all backwards but uh, <laughs> yeah. i didn't want to use quote theme songs that were existing songs already okay right. so that wouldn't do it for you well how about instead of billy joel singing my life it's some dildo which i guess i don't know is it 80s or 90s the wonder years of course pretty classic oh game. yeah that's yeah. A, i mean that's a uh that's 80s decade beginning. crosser but it started yeah, in 88 Joe um, Crocker. Right? I, I left that oh, one off yeah. my list for that reason, David, where I was like, well, I mean, that's a great song, but it was a great song mm-hmm. before the Wonder Years came along. And that might yeah. be, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what introduced me to it was Wonder Years, but um, it was not written specifically for Wonder Years. Yeah, probably. yeah. That we know of. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> in the 70s, of, yes, that is he true. went and saw Fred Savage, the baby, and was like, you, mm-hmm. motherfucker. Uh, we can get into the 90s, I guess. Right. Hell yeah. Well, if we're waiting for cartoons, I'll say my 90s most important pick, mm-hmm. Twin Peaks.
I I never watched Twin Peaks, which is oh. one of the reasons that I, I was surprised at how like, could... <laughs> tranquil the theme is. Right? Yes, that's the thing. It's evocative. It really sits you in the mood. Uh, it was heralding in a whole new level of television. I don't even like Twin Peaks that much before everybody hates me. But I mean, they kind of shit the bed in the last season. You all know it. And then the, <laughs> the new last season, I don't know. David Lynch is too mad about the world for me to enjoy anymore and i get it but whatever but the theme is banging and for that to hit network television in the mid late 80s it's a fucking game changer and the theme yeah david is very tranquil we're showing like lumber being cut we're setting the scenery and boom boom it lures you in and then it does like so the little flecks of horse stick out more Uh, I actually had some problems with the 90s. I feel like, I guess this is, mm. might be where the themes are dying. I, yeah. Probably not with, like, the Miller Boyette, because that's all going wrong. But, <laughs> but see, like, I had a hard time with the Miller Boyette ones, because they ran... I mean, like, Family Matters ran into, like, the fucking 2000s, mm-hmm. almost. But, like, Jesus. I feel like all those TGIF shows, I just think of as, like, 80s shows. Um, mm-hmm. they yeah, are a yeah. lot like even shows. even if some you know even if like the bulk of their air dates were in the nineties, um, or mm-hmm. or you know it was like a fifty fifty split. But yeah, I, I struggled with the nineties too, David. That like, surprisingly, mm-hmm. I was one one that I was really thinking about. But then since it didn't meet my lyrics criteria, I didn't go with it, which was the X Files theme. Yeah, yeah. evocative just very of the show like it completely gets you into the mood right it's a good one right next to twin peaks too getting Mm -hmm. sci-fi getting really modern i guess well would full house have been 80s or 90s 80s i guess both but i mean yeah we're obligated to shout it out it's (laughs) pretty good it's like the corny ideal sitcom that you think about i actually went with my favorite i don't know if i love this pick but i went with the blossom theme don't know about the that's anybody's guess. Ain't no good reason for getting all depressed. Buy up your pad and pencil. I give you a piece of my mind. In my opinion, nation, the sun is gonna surely shine. Stop all your fussing. Stop on a smile. Come out and walk in the sun for a while. Don't like the feeling. Oh, I'm glad you did. I forgot it. Are you sure we should talk about Blossom, David? Are we? Oh, yeah, the Blossom podcast. Yeah, we don't want to start. Just don't let them know. Just don't let them know. Just, like, stop listening to it's us, okay? Theme, awesome. I really like it. Yeah. The theme, in my opinion, nation. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> like that song, you don't think about it anymore. But then when I remember that I remember all of it, it's like how much yeah. of my life has it influenced? <laughs> all right, David, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do it. No, no. What if you had to choose just from the like mm. 90s Nickelodeon shows? Oh, shit. Mm. So, you know, your, your Clarissa, Clarissa explains it all, your Pete and Pete, okay. your Hey Dudes, your... Oh, wow. What's an Hey Dude more 80s? I'd have to go Hey Dude, I think. Yeah. that one I knew hey, all the... Let's just say... Hey Dude. Of, forget the decade. Let's just <laughs> say of that, you know, that grouping of shows, you kind of know what I'm talking about. It would be Hey Dude. Yeah, I mean, I sing that probably more than any other song. Lasso. Wasn't Pete and Pete Stephen Merritt, the guy from Magnetic Fields, did a lot of music for them? I'm trying to think of what the theme to Love him. I am too. I partially asked that question because I couldn't, like, like, Clarissa explains it all. Did that have a catchy theme? I don't remember. Yeah. Definitely did. It's like, I don't know. It had na 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 na. I don't. They had na na na, right? Na 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 na. Yeah. The Smurfs. That was Smurfs. Yeah, that's the Smurfs. No, no, no. And then the Snorks. Yeah, no one can snor- remember that. Snorkels, yeah. I might have to change it. I don't know. Pete and Pete's a banger now that I ever forgot about it. It's finally strange. You look at happily deranged. I can't be saying that she's in bed. Or have you picked the target yet? It's in bed. Yeah, the music guy is Mark Steve Merritt from Magnetic Fields, which is such a good 90s aughts, <laughs> maybe now band. He's such a good, sad gay guy. He does the best, mm. best lyrics for being sad. Doogie Hauser. I should have called out mm. Doogie Hauser for the 80s. It's 90s or 80s. Is I have it for the 90s because that's some really good computer beeps, Austin. I fucking love it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, yeah, Doogie. Doogie's a boy. When are we going to do mm-hmm. some Doogie? Yeah, that's right. We haven't done any Doogie Hauser. Haven't done the Doog dog. Yeah. Vinny, one of the great friends who just walks in the window of the bedroom. Yeah, Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you think that's what your child is going to be like. Yeah, and then it wouldn't be good if it happened. Your parents mm. would be mad. Uh, Austin, you haven't said your favorite yet, right? Oh, yeah. My mm-hmm. favorite for the 90s. So I'm revising this on the fly. I'm moving my number two up. Uh, it's it's <laughs> 
Man, 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 man. Because this is, and this is like, and a great theme song. It, it, it evokes a physical reaction every time you hear it, and I can't not go. <laughs> and fist pump along with Brandon in the in the opening credits. It does. It feels like beachy, but it's also like hard, and they like draw you in with that bump yeah. bump. So, what was your number two? Uh, I I love the Star Trek Voyager theme song. It mm, is Voyager, the huh? single redeeming <laughs> element of Voyager is it? <laughs> okay. Uh, it is my favorite Trek theme song, but uh, huh. it is. It, all, I mean, all the Trek stuff is so, aside from the original series, which is very 60s, they're just kind of mm-hmm. timeless and not even, not timeless because that. And Enterprise, which is very different. And Enterprise, well, <laughs> yes, we, we'll get to that, but uh, yeah. Will we? Um, but yeah, 90210, I mean, that's that's my preferred, that's my yeah. show, that's my jam, so that's got to be my number one. Fun fact on the Star Trek, I bet you guys know this, but the company who originally greenlit Star Trek a couple of times was Desi Lu, Lucille Ball, big advocate for Star Trek. You can thank her ass for your Vulcans, Austin. 100%, yeah. <laughs> you go, girl. Uh, we have to talk you. Friends, right, at some point? That's a theme song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess Friends gets around your rule because it was like, a themes it was written to be the theme song and then became a pop hit because it was so yeah. popular. That's happened. That's what was yeah. interesting is I feel like Cheers didn't become that and yet it was so huge. But like I know like Greatest American Hero was the same way too, right? Yeah. yeah. I want, I feel like I've read somewhere that, that the Cheers song may have gotten some like radio airplay. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like I remember once I heard the Golden Girls theme song on the radio yeah, back yeah. in the day, but you know. That it doesn't mean it was like cool. the hit that like friends was that just yeah that thing blew up i don't love the friends theme song yeah i mean does that make me terrible it was really good for the time (laughs) i wonder in my mind it was just it's been so overdone right like you you heard it so much maybe in my mind i mean not no you you have heard it was great but yeah i mean we watched a lot of friends but you don't have to have watched a lot of friends to have heard that song a shit ton yeah, exactly. Cause yeah. you're there for me too. Like even at the time, like I watched Friends when it was on and and enjoyed it for the most part. But even then, like when that song would come on the radio, I'd be like, ugh, next, and move to a different station. <laughs> like I just, it didn't. It was fine. It just didn't do a lot for me. Well, the '90s had a hard time with music until grunge, and then right. I don't think there's any grunge theme songs no there must be yeah the 90s Whatever. had a hard time with music until the boy bands came along and saved it all oh thanks monkeys <laughs> oh you guys 90s themes what about yeah. the nanny <laughs> she was walking in a bridal shop in flushing queens till her boyfriend kicked her out in one of those crushing scenes what was she to do where was she to go she was out on her family from flashing to the Sheffield's door She was there to sell makeup But the father saw more She had style, she had flair She was there That's how she became the nanny Who would have guessed that the girl we've described Was just exactly what the doctor prescribed Now the father finds her beguiling Watch out, CC And the kids are actually smiling Such She's the lady in red When everybody else is wearing tan The flashy girl from Flushing 
Yes, one of the what, how that one, one of the last great concepts. She had style, she had flair, she was there. That's how she became the, the nanny. nanny. <laughs> yeah, it was a throwback. Awesome, was saying. Yeah, it's last style concept. Yeah, it's a total like. Here's the story of how this person ended up in this position, and then here's your episode. Mm-hmm. And it was animated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember points. that. I remember Not even hard animated either. Just like the perfect amount. Great drawings. Yeah. People yeah. love the nanny. God bless Flan Drescher. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. There was that '70s show had a theme, but that mm. was written before. Like that's a song they appropriated. Yeah, I believe that's a song they appropriated. What was yeah. it? I don't remember. Hanging out. Oh yeah. <laughs> Having fun. Na, na, na. <laughs> And they had the 80s show that was not popular. Yeah, that lasted like four episodes. <laughs> yeah. I'm Glenn Howerton from Always Sunny and DR. That's my boy. I, I threw it in the 90s. It, 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 it's an 80s show for you, but we should probably <laughs> tip our hats to Save by the Bell. Oh, we got to. Gosh. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's one of the songs we've spent the most time in on and around. Our theme music mm. guy who did our theme for Say by the Bell Reviewed. If you haven't heard it, great podcast. <laughs> Go check it out. It is. Maybe check I just heard out. it too much that I didn't want to put it on my list, but I mean. Yeah. It's a little obvious it for us. It is catchy and evocative it. of the show. I got to give right? it to it. Right? I mean, it it kind of has a harder rock vibe than the show itself. Right? Mm. Right? It, yeah. Totally. Well, it, it implies more consequence than anything that actually happens in the show. Either. Right, right. <laughs> like, it's all with the drama. Saved by the bell? Zach never had to be saved by the bell. Zach was saved by the fact that he was Zach fucking Morris. He could do whatever he wanted. The Time Lord, mm-hmm. beautiful blonde boy. Yeah, he had powers beyond the bell. He never had to worry about homework. Right? <laughs> or and the to, bus. And to speak to your criteria, David, Saved by the Bell was the only one in my top five that actually has lyrics from the 90s. I, I really <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, there's also the Frasier song. Yeah. <laughs> so scrambled eggs. Calling again. Uh, Kelsey Grammer inserting himself to get the money from doing the song lyrics. That's a great story. Yeah, yeah, David. We do have a theme that could be 80s, 90s, 2000s, or 2010. Oh my god, what could that be? I think I know what that could be. I might have a guess. The Simpsons.
it. We're going to cartoons now. Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. We're not going to childhood cartoons kind of thing. I'm gonna. So <laughs> yeah, we'll I get there. We'll get I there. I mean, I, yeah, The Simpsons is a great theme. Uh, Danny, you know, Danny Elfman, um, film composer, wrote that for them. Uh, An Oingo Boingo star of the 80s. Yeah, we all love Oingo Boingo. Yeah, Don't even front. The lead singer of Oingo Boingo. Uh, Fucking rocked it. Yes, another, similar to The Simpsons, uh, a theme song that really slaps is the King of the Hill theme song from mm. the 90s. Mm-hmm. That's the replacements, right? That is the replacements, yeah. Another 90s band, but that one's better. King of the Hill. I've been meaning to do an episode on our podcast. It's very good. Yeah, King of the Hill is is good stuff. Um, Yeah, I I used to have a, back in the days when one would make mix CDs, (laughs) I had a a summer-themed mix CD that the first track was the King of the Hill song because it's just like, gets you pumped up and it feels like you're going off to a barbecue or something. Yeah, <laughs> good times, good vibes. And we do have to shout out Fresh Prince of Bel Air, love it or hate yeah. it. I mean, everyone knows it, right? right? <laughs> everyone knows West mm. Philadelphia, and that's another one where I mean, I, like I've said in our episodes when we've done it, like I I didn't mm. watch Fresh Prince of Bel Air, <laughs> so I wasn't comfortable putting that one on my list. But uh, I know the lyrics, like <laughs> everyone knows mm-hmm. it. Like you don't have to watch the show to know the lyrics. Will Smith starting a great career of making instrumentations along with all of his movies, just like the Wild Wild West song and, and the Men uh, in Black song. And to your point, Carol, that's a that's a theme song with a verse that gets cut out of yeah. like re-airings and stuff. It's, what verse is it? Like getting popped and going to oh, prison? Yeah, the, or? Well, he gets on the airplane. He gets on the airplane. There's a middle oh, verse. So yeah. everybody that's on the internet, everyone on the internet that thinks they're smart for being like, oh, he takes a cab from Philadelphia to Bel Air. Mm-hmm. Like, no, there's actually a, a verse where he gets on an airplane and flies there. And it wasn't that good, so yes, he takes the cab. <laughs> Drinking orange juice from a champagne glass, I think. Nice. Yeah, he puts it on Aunt Phil and Uncle Phil's bill. Yeah, They're yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a couple more I had on my list. Uh, we've done episodes of Roseanne. Yeah. yeah. That's another, I mean, call it 80s, 90s. Um, which kind of had no lyrics, but then suddenly did have lyrics. I was just saying, it meets right. your criteria, David, for that last season. It's like, <laughs> now we're watching Roseanne. <laughs> it's the final season of Roseanne. <laughs> Wasn't it John Popper, too? It doesn't get more 90s. <laughs> no, it was 100% yeah. John Popper. Yeah, that's saying that. John Popper season. and Roseanne sharing Twinkies. <laughs> yep, yep. And then... Uh, uh, Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's all music, right? It's yeah. pretty ripping. It gets you pumped. Yeah. Ugh. Are we ready to move into the aught? Yeah. I guess. Uh. So <laughs> now we're into the dregs. <laughs> I don't know. There's some great things that happen in the aughts. aughts and- yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. The 2010s are really the dregs. The 2000s. Yeah, are yeah. The- yeah, I don't the even have the any. The beginning <laughs> of the end. <laughs> what do you got, Austin? Well, I... 
again, I didn't apply your criteria to my pick, but yeah, now fine. applying your criteria to my pick. You don't have to. I was mine are 100% mine all lyrical in the 2000s, yeah. which I think is probably just speaks to the lostification of theme mm-hmm. songs in this era. <laughs> um, but my number one from the 2000s is the West Wing theme. Does it have a theme song about now we're going to do the legislative branch of the government? I mean, kind of. What is it? No, it's it's all instrumental. It's just a big uh. sweeping uh, snuffy Walden score um, that uh, that, uh, you know, plays over the cast credits and everything. But it's it's good. It's good stuff. It's it. It, it speaks to the tone of the show and uh, and gets you all pumped up. As the show begins, you're getting ready for dramatic speeches and walking yeah, and talking. Walking and talking, and yeah. <laughs> and actually, the same guy that did the that did the theme song for West Wing did the Roseanne song. Oh, really? He co-wrote the Roseanne song with a couple of other mm-hmm. people, but yeah. Did he write that big harmonica opening to Roseanne? I mean, I have to assume so. Carolyn. All right, I'm going back to the BBC here. This one is a show I bet you two haven't watched. Go ahead and do it because it's great. It's only like six to ten episodes. Stars Matt Berry, Rich Fulcher. It's called Snuffbox. Oh, 
Yeah, it was a good theme. I did listen to it. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever even heard of that show, but Yeah, right? So it's a real the theme is a real callback. Yeah. The guy, Matt Berry, you would know him these days from what we do in the shadows, if you're watching oh, that. He's yeah. the new horny fat vampire guy, kind mm. of. That's kind of him. And he was in a bunch of Beeb shows like IT Crowd and Dark Place. I endorse all of these shows. They're very funny. And, well, he's great. And he's a singer-songwriter, too. So he does a bunch of musical stuff. He's got albums. And the Snuffbox theme, he wrote himself. And he did it in his apartment. And it's also on his album, whichever one that is. Not Witch Hazel, but the one before. But anyways, so it's a callback to the 70s. And it's really smooth. And he has different lyrics over it. But it's just really cool and evocative. And if there was a singer-songwriter who could make his own sitcom, that's the best. And he's... Got a bunch of good songs, but like two or three that he keeps recobbling to make his own themes. Yeah, so his newer show that stars just him mostly is Toast of London, another BBC show. And he uses his song, Take My Hand There. So if you look up the Snuffbox theme or Take My Hand, those are both just absolute bangers for me. And he's very influenced by all the theme songs from the 70s. He's bringing that back. He has also a whole album where he covers theme songs that he likes but they're British theme songs from the 70s. So it's like, blankety blank. <laughs> and are you being served? Which I think we know a little, but it's like very obscure for Americans. Cool shit, though. Matt Berry, absolute king. If I... If we hadn't talked about it before... <laughs> yeah. My number one theme of the aughts would be, of course, the Degrassi, the Next Generation theme song. <laughs> But it's not. This is just a song that always hits my sweet spot when I listen to it. Of just like music I like, and plus it's a theme song that I guess kind of talks about what the show is about. So this is so it's the theme to C Lab Twenty Twenty One. Alternative music with female vocals, it'll always just get me every time. I just can't. 
Yeah, she's a really smooth mm. vocalist. It's really mm. pretty. That's like maybe one of the better adult yeah. swim scenes too, because everything else is like just shit on purpose, right? And that's lovely. They're not that great usually. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like the Aqua Queen Hunger Force. It's <laughs> stupid. It's good. Oh, Metalocalypse. You know I like that. And that's another one where the cartoon characters or actors are doing their own vocals for the mm. show, which is fun. They're like the monkeys that they are, a band doing their own theme. <laughs> monkeys, great theme still. Any other honorable mentions? Uh, any yeah, you got one, Austin? Um, I threw the Angel theme song in here, the, the Buffy Is it spin-off. as good as Buffy? Um, I think it technically debuted like fall of 99, but most of its run was in the 2000s. Um, I actually think I like that a little bit better than the Buffy theme. The Buffy oh, theme shit. is uh, is a little bit more banging, but uh, uh, I feel like someone would fight you about that, but I won't. Yeah, um, I threw. <laughs> I, I was legit like starting to struggle with two thousands. I threw the Band of Brothers theme song in here <laughs> uh, for Michael Kamen. That's more film score ish than theme song ish, but it it fits the the tone of the show pretty well. Um, I have a complicated relationship with it, but it's a catchy theme song. What passes for a catchy theme song in the 2000s for a sitcom, which is the How I Met Your Mother theme song. Hmm. Um, I guess it sort of has lyrics, David. Does it? <laughs> it <go>? <laughs> uh, sounds like Hawaii Five-0. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I know. A little bit. <laughs> And then uh, I I've never really watched it, but uh, I've I've heard it come on Comedy Central, and I kind of dig the Office theme song. Oh yeah, yeah. that was really mm-hmm. really inspiring for a time. That's all instrumental. Huh? I nope, think you'd like never. it. It's okay. I'm sure. I mean, I love okay. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec is one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, I like King of the Hill. I mean, it's the same, you know. Um, well, same writer. Same guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, never got into it. I just, I missed the boat on The Office. I was all in. The Office theme is pretty inspiring. Oh, and the British Office, since I am outing myself as a Beeb dork. <laughs> yes. I have watched that before I watched The American Office. Okay. Uh, now, the thing is that their song was like, not Rod Stewart's version, I think, but it's like glad rags, you know. What becomes of you, my love? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The handbags and the glad rags that your granddad had to sweat so you could wear. And then it like does a little boo And I think that's what the American office did their theme based on. It was like the boo They went all instrumental. Pretty smart. Because the Beebs one is kind of a drag, but I ended up getting into that too. Um, and then my last... 2000s shout out would be we've done an episode of it the sopranos come on that's good that's good (laughs) shit
I've been going through a lot of the uh, art mm-hmm. themes, looking at it. And sorry, I might have missed it. We, did we talk Mad Men? Oh, no, let's do it, Mad baby. Mad Men's a good one. short yeah. but yeah they're all i mean we're in the now we're in that period where they're all really short but, but it's very active i know madman got me going every time yeah most of these are like uh ones that are just uh songs that are taken for the show yeah. that hmm. we talked about like, well because there's like malcolm in the middle which is you're not the boss of me which they might we, be giants yeah yeah they might be great giants song, and but scrubs scrubs more yeah. indie yeah. guys it's another one that was a, a, an existing song mm-hmm. that they lifted 90s david i thought of uh uh smallville yeah i have smallville listed yep. <laughs> there, there's veronica mars which is a mm-hmm. banger but still mm-hmm. either of you two nerds watch dexter no i was never a no. dexter guy it's a good name song it's kind of like jaunty but they allude to the bloodletting <laughs> Yeah, I think I've heard it before. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's kind of like surprisingly lighthearted, but with some sinister undertones. There you go. And then it's all sinister in the music cues and show because it's just, oh, the last season. Oh. Then like it or hate it, I think we have to mention the Big Bang Theory, right? Mm. Yeah, which is a catchy song that says nothing about the premise of the show other than like science, question mark. Yeah, it's another alt band, yeah. 90s BNL. Yeah. I was certainly yeah. on that wagon. Shout out. But yeah, I mean, it's catchy, but I don't know. I think we haven't even discussed it, but I'm pretty sure we as a podcast hate Big Bang Theory, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Oh, and I, I feel like I have a similar relationship to that theme song that I do to the Friends one, where it's just like, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. everybody loves it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the 2000s is definitely when we're getting into network executives being like, hey, instead of having a 90 second theme song, let's have a 10 second one and sell 80 seconds worth of ads. (laughs) Not on HBO, Austin. That's true. Yeah, you know, you're not wrong. Like HBO and the premium channels and in the 2010s, the streaming services a little bit are starting to bring back. Oh, uh, that started. uh, Fucking Netflix. Remember when you got the DVDs in the mail? (laughs) No, I never did that. I went really shit. Damn. Yeah, now it's like yeah, it's all the prestige TV pay for that can have themes right, these days, right. right? Which brings us to the tens. Yes. Yeah, I just <laughs> that for a segue. This is where my math mm-hmm. falls off. I hope you guys got some tens. I don't know what are shows anymore, guys. <laughs> 
there was one that stood out to me because I realized every time I watched the show, I ended up singing the theme. <laughs> and it did have lyrics, and it did, and it was evocative of the show. So I went with the theme to Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, that's yeah. a good theme. be uh you know a uh, fascinating transition damn it their life damn it females as strong as hell it's a miracle that's an inspiring one that made me tear up sometimes that's a good that is a good one david yeah that's a good yeah. one that's a good one uh austin what do you got um i mean my number one i went with game of thrones Honestly, I feel like it's just because, like, the actual opening credits with, like, the little clockwork castles, right? Yeah. Is, like, that alone. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the theme song is great, mm-hmm. but the credits are even better just because of that. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's great. I mean, it's, it's, it's slim pickings here in the 2010s. Yeah. <laughs> the and right. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Because there are some unknown. Welcome <laughs> to the crazy, wacky world Game of, of Game of Thrones. Uh, I didn't write any down. Um, <laughs> you, you didn't have anything. It's I didn't think about the 2000s or the 70s. <laughs> Let's see. Um, oh, I missed this one. But what about the 90s? The Eliminate theme song. <laughs> 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 eliminate. Good. Yeah, I was pop just checking video, if someone had pop it. Pop a video theme song count. <laughs> pop, 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 pop a video. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that counts, bitch. Um, a new show. God, I don't know. 
Awesome. I'm a little surprised you didn't go with New Girl. Mm, that one's pretty good. I have never loved the New Girl theme song. That's characters yeah. singing it, which is cute. Yes, I like mm, the New Girl the show. Of the show. And you know, it is 100% mm. very evocative of the show, but as a piece of music, it has never done a whole lot for me. It's not the most, yeah. yeah. Music, music. Um, I had on my list, these the, These are both, I think they technically started in the aughts, but the bulk of their run was in the 2010s, uh, both mm-hmm. Community and Parks and Rec. Yeah. yeah. Community, Similar songs, kind of. Community yeah. is possibly the last great lyrical theme song that we've gotten. Mm-hmm. It's a little Perfect Strangers in that I don't think the lyrics have a whole lot to do with the show, but the general mm-hmm. sound of it and the music of it is is totally consistent with the sort of like yeah. found family uh, spirit of, of community. And uh, Parks and Rec is just is super fun, um, not least of which because you can just say Jabba the Hutt for all of the musical beats throughout it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's 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 uh never tried it. Job of the hut, job of the hut, job of the hut, job of the hut. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I threw I threw the newsroom in there. Um, like Star Trek Voyager, the best thing out of a bad show is its theme song um, <laughs> from Thomas Newman, the guy that did uh, the Shawshank Redemption score and uh, Road to Perdition score, a bunch of great film scores. Uh, and then my number five was a shrug. <laughs> well, Agree. There's Stranger Things. I think that had a pretty. Ah, good uh, yeah, that's a good one, David. That's and that's the streaming services kind of putting a little juice back in the 
in yeah, the lyrics. They actually put but you know what I hate it. is when they give you the option to skip the theme song. Like, fuck you. Yeah, I usually don't take it. I'm like, whatever. I never take yeah. it. It is sacrilege. Mm. If you're not in the mood for the theme song, you're not in the mood for this show. Right? It serves a purpose. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I also had Brooklyn Nine Nine. Hmm. Like the theme to that is pretty good. Yeah, you're right. I didn't out. really give that enough. I saw that on some lists, and I kind of skimmed past mm. it. But it is, it is a, uh, it slaps. It's it gets you, yeah. gets you pumped up. It gets you pumped up for the show. And uh, True Detective, the first season. Mm. I think that was a existing song they used, but it was pretty good. Too. Yeah, was it? I want to say it was a Johnny Cash song, but I could be wrong about that. Was it? Yeah, what about Fargo? That's a good new show. I don't remember the theme. <laughs> Carol's just trying to come up with shows for the 20th. I know. I forgot there are new shows. I totally well, like, did. What's really sad about the 2010s is I think about like when you watch the Emmys and a show wins and the cast mm-hmm. is like, mm-hmm. like the large the cast theme. is like hauling themselves out of their seats and so they're coming up to the stage and all that. And then the orchestra will play the theme song of like whatever show just won. Yeah. And in like the 2010s, you'd basically have shows winning where the orchestra would play its theme song like six times in a row in the time it took them to get to the stage because it's like 15 seconds long. And like they could do the whole song and just like this brief little burst. That fucking sucks. Uh, the Gruel Orphans say the True Detective theme was Far From Any Road by the Handsome Fam. Sure. Hmm. That's a band I've heard of before. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that, you're right, David. That is a good theme song. Appropriate for that uh, show. Although I only saw the first season. I only watched like a couple episodes of the second season. I'm trying to remember if it had. They changed the theme they? is all okay. I know. That's what yeah. I could Yeah, the, uh, the tens, yeah. Theme songs dying except... Unless you pay for the show. But uh, where do we want to go to next, Austin? Um, you want to do cartoons or you want to do Star Trek? Cartoons! Yeah, let's do cartoons. <laughs> Carolyn wants to. Do the Star Trek right. cartoon. <laughs> well, there was a Star Trek cartoon. I know. Yeah, did it just use the original? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. But they added like a slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we never mentioned the Flintstones, which is a pretty oh. good game, too. And the Why Jetsons, which it? isn't as good, but is mm-hmm. an iconic, like, here's the premise of the show yeah. theme song. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of people know. I definitely uh, remember, like, when George kept getting his money taken by his family, yeah. but I don't remember this song. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because it's George very... Jetson? There it is. There it is. Like, uh, I mean, money. Married with Children did the same thing, but more yes. depressingly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and that was Frank Sinatra, yeah, who's a very yeah. famous love him, love guy. Yeah. Glad you mentioned that. I wrote it down; didn't come up. Yeah, um, cartoons. What about Venture Brothers? R.I.P. Yeah, really mm. sweet ass kicking theme.
that's my contribution. That's a good theme song. That you know that could probably that probably deserves a spot on the 2010s list somewhere. Although frankly, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's had it's had like seven seasons, and so that probably started in like mm-hmm. 1953. Is that? <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> I'm trying to think. Spiritually, it did with Johnny Quest. Yeah, yeah. That's, true. that's true. Okay, so I ranked my like these these would be the 80s my childhood <laughs> cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five was GI Joe. Mm. Uh, <laughs> number four was Thundercats. Number three was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hell yeah, that was a, a banger. Banger. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, number two is Ducktales. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's we'll, we'll a put a pin in Ducktales. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Uh, number one is still He-Man and the Masters of the Universe for me. And the Masters of the Universe. I am Adam. Prince of Eternia and defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. This is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, By the power of Grayskull! became the mighty battle cat and I became He-Man the most powerful man in the universe only three others share this secret our friends the sorceress men at arms and Orko together we defend Castle Grayskull from the evil forces of Skeletor <laughs> I, I think Thundercats is better than that. Thundercats is great. I mean, don't get me wrong, but like He Man, mm-hmm. there's just like it just makes my heart happy when I hear ah! it to this day. Like <laughs> it just makes me feel like a five year old again every time I hear it, and it makes me smile. Well, one thing I've realized was, although I think everyone on the planet agrees that like the movie version of the Transformers theme is the greatest song ever. <laughs> True. You mean dare to be stupid? Because yeah, that's so bad. <laughs> well, there's that. Just the whole soundtrack. Yeah, every really track on the Transformers movie soundtrack is better than all yeah. other songs. That's true. Yeah. Transformers <laughs> theme, like for the cartoon, kind of sucks, though, right? Like, it does. No, because I thought about. it. I was like, oh, do do I want to put Transformers on this list? And then I went and listened to it again. I'm like, no, no, I don't. Like, <laughs> props for using a robot voice to like stick with your theme, but it does yeah. not sound good. No. Like, <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, so Disney Afternoon. Yep, the big boys. Wall to wall bangers, right? Yes. Like banger yeah. after banger. All right, quick, everybody rank your Disney Afternoon. Well, song. not rank it. We, just, we should just start with favorite. And I think we all have different okay. favorites. Because it sounds like yours is DuckTales, right, Austin? Mine is DuckTales. Yeah, yes. Carolyn? I gotta go with Gummy Bears. It's Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. But I don't think it's close. <laughs> fight, 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 fight. <laughs> and my second place would be Tailspin. Oh, we ain't. Oh, we ain't. Oh, we ain't. Yeah, the breakdown's good. It's like a ska breakdown. I like. They're all great. I like Rescue Rangers. Gummy Bears is fantastic. Gummy Bears. I love Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Gummy Bears is another Perfect Strangers thing where it's just like the guy goes so hard that I just like. I have to give it to him. Gummy bears from the wings of our dreams. 
Well, even Darkwing Duck had a good one. I have that too. It it's a little. I would put Darkwing R&D. Duck after those four, though. Yeah, yeah Darkwing, I mean, but some of it's Darkwing I feel like what you grow up with, dude. Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Because I don't know the Goof Troop one George. pretty well, but oh, I'm sure there's some people who Because we'll always be it. together. Goof <laughs> Troop, two best of friends forever. Did he bop, bop, and do bop, bow? Goof Troop's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Filled with pain. Like, I don't think there's a bad one in the Goof mm, What is the worst? Can we all shit on one? I'm sure we can. I don't, it doesn't sound like it. Shit on I one. I mean, um. There gotta be one we don't even remember, and it sucks. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know Goof Troop. Goof Troop's good. Can't, you can't, can't, you can't shit on gargoyles, but I feel like that's not really. I mean, I like it, but I, like it's it, the show is just so different from the others that it doesn't feel like yeah. it belongs in the discussion of theme. I Disney after move. I recently got a Graggles VHS that I found in the rain, and. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and the VHS was protected because it came with a board game in it. And the oh, board man. game has Desmona and the cop lady on it. <laughs> I'm going to play it later. Maybe you guys want to play. I don't know. Okay. I'd play with you. It's a VCR <laughs> video game. Yeah. David's already on his way to the airport to <laughs> yeah, fly exactly. to play this with you. Karen. Yay. I bet we can do it over Skype. But if you want the miles, <laughs> take a tailspin plane right oh, over. the miles and a virus. <laughs> If you want the miles and the COVID, head on out to <laughs> Disney. Disney afternoon. God, what a good bunch yeah, of years! I can't. Yeah, I can't shit on any. Of I'm sure I can, but I can't think of it because. Oh, which because it's gummy bears and then gummy it's bears. Tails, then okay. it's chip and or tailspin, then chip and Dale's rescue range. Yep. Darkwing order, so. and then Darkwing. And then Darkwing, Darkwing is came, so good. And then Goof Troop came after Goof that. Goof Troop's you know, pretty I mean, okay. Yeah. And the theme is good. They always Disney yep. House really? of Mouse did the themes, man. All right. Similarly, do we prefer Tiny Toons or Animaniacs? Oh, uh, good I'm question. Always, I've always preferred Tiny Toons. Are we talking themes or whole show? I'm talking just themes. All yeah, right. Just the theme songs. I don't know. I mean, they're very similar. Yes. I'll, oftentimes, I'll find myself like singing mm. one and then slipping into the other yes. one without realizing it. <laughs> Um, I think I would go Tiny Toons as well, David. I think I'm partial to it, but I think that's an age thing because Tiny Toons came first, and I grew up a little more with it than right, when Animaniacs right. came from. I guess I'll go Animaniacs because I can think of that one, but I'm not quite queuing in on the Tiny Toons. Maybe We're it's tiny. less We're of tiny. a mark. We're a little loose. Oh, that's right. We're invading your TV. The comments. We're Animaniacs. <laughs> yeah, and I should have I should have uh, given a hat tip in the '90s to the X Men cartoon. Oh, that was huge! That was the first time people loved the X Men in a TV Pretty show much. or movie, and it in was a, a, a splash. Yeah, in a wide audience kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The opening was a banger. All the kids were like right up on it. Right? Were you guys talking about it in right. school the next day? Definitely. Totally. Uh, all right, TGIF theme song. Mm, Miller Boyette. <laughs> Putting aside Perfect Strangers, of course, because yeah. we've already established that it's the greatest theme song Perfect of all time. Perfect theme songs. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where, what do we think? So we got like what? Full House, Step I by like Step. I like Step by Step a little too much uh, for some reason. Family Matters. Uh, do we throw in like Hanging with Mr. Cooper? <laughs> Boy Meets Sister, World. Sister, Bitch. Sister, Sister. Sister, Sister. Never knew how much I missed her. <laughs> Okay. Good one. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the one I'm 
always have at full recall would be <laughs> the full house, right? What? How's right. that go? Whatever happened to predictability? The news man. Everywhere you Everywhere you It had like the most stank and sweetness, right? Like, but then it was like so sweet and wholesome. Really made you feel like you'd be protected by the tanners. <laughs> but you weren't. <laughs> yeah, it's quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> yeah, I do not remember the Boy Meets World theme. Song. I heard one it's earlier. Like, there weren't any lyrics to it, right? So they had several versions. Okay, so there's like yeah. three or five. They kept updating them every time he went through another leg of puberty. So there is <laughs> one where it's like, and it's Boy Meets World. But there's another just fully instrumental, like, oh, yeah, there was, the one, there was the one with lyrics, right? When the Boy Meets World. That's it. It was like 290s. Yeah, kind of whiny. Yeah. yeah. Boy Meets World. Shit. Oh, what else? Miller Boyettes. Yeah, I do. I, I don't know. I might have to go with Family Matters. It's really good. It is a good one, yeah. Yeah. It's not. I don't have it committed to, I might have a mm. remember, like the full house. Voice. I did after we did Family Matters Christmas. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will give a shout out, even though most of my anime watching days are. Oh shit, me. anime! They always brought the themes, though. I could tell. Uh, oh, they, they do. They they don't skimp on their theme songs. I think half the time they are have nothing to do with the actual show itself. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Yeah, you just so they they skimped on their theme songs by just buying some other music and throwing it. In there. <laughs> I don't know where they got it. <laughs> you just reminded me of but anime. Something could be lost in translation too. But a lot of times this is like this seems like a really happy song for a very depressing show. So. Cowboy Bebop, fantastic. Cowboy Bebop was yeah. Was and good. I have to shout out One Punch Man. They have several really good theme songs. Mm. One. Punch! So good. Uh, you want me to give you my quick Star Trek theme ranking? Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I mentioned Star Trek Voyager, the best thing about a bad show. Thank you. 
then number two is Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Star Trek, Star Trek Next Generation would be number three. Uh, original series at number four, which is classic, but a little dated. It's a little with the, with the, uh, 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 what is it? The thermophone or whatever. The, 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 uh, and then of course, like dead last is enterprise. Huh? It's like um, a country song, right? They're trying to be contemporary or something. Yeah. Faith, faith of my heart. How could they do that so, to Scott Bakula? I know he deserved better. I'll have, you know, Austin, that my sister danced with my father to that song at her wedding. Uh, to be fair, I want to be very clear here. <laughs> I don't have a problem with Faith of My Heart, which is actually kind of a catchy song. <laughs> it's just a terrible Star Trek theme. Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek's supposed to be instrumental. I'm not even opposed to lyrics. Just not that one. Like, it doesn't really, like, Star Trek's not about heart and emotions and love. It's about exploration and science and philosophical certainty and I don't know. And I've not watched Discovery, so I don't know where Disco- or Picard, so I don't know where those mm-hmm. themes rank. But uh, I assume they are nowhere near as, like, developed and long as the originals because it's their shows in the current era, and even if they throw something in there as a sop to history, they're probably not as as developed. But that's all. Speculation on my part. <laughs> I just wonder if rankings of these themes have as much to do with uh, which ones are your favorite. Mm. It's got an influence. I mean, maybe. I mean, I mean obviously Space Voyager Nine... isn't your favorite. Yeah, so Voyager is say. not my favorite. So you say. <laughs> it's like a Pavlov response. Like, you can't have a good mm. mood for a theme or like, oh, this is going to suck. Like, if you know that, you know it. <laughs> Hurts the mm-hmm. theme. Um, the only <laughs> other note I have, I think, on my page that we didn't talk about. You guys talked about all the ones I didn't get to. Good job. Um, <laughs> this is a, it's a very stupid show. I believe it would be 90s or 80s. There's a couple different themes. Stars Hulk Hogan. And it is called Thunder in Paradise. Why I wrote it down. In paradise. like usa shows yes oh, yeah. yes or, exactly well it's not that hot it's it basically a night boat but uh, <laughs> <laughs> with 
<laughs> it stars Jack Lemmon's son along yeah, with Paul Colgan. Oh shit! I have that too. Yeah, Knight yeah, Rider. I think I like Thunder in Paradise because it's got the title drop. Seems like Thunder in Paradise. There's a couple, <laughs> two different versions, and this is another one that my spouse would watch and fall asleep to. So I would overhear a lot of. So shout out the Hulkster in Paradise. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a lot of '80s dramas that have good instrumental yeah theme that wasn't a drama it was like a baywatch rip off <laughs> uh, yeah. but yeah right I idea. Didn't, I didn't speaking the... of great theme songs baywatch has a yeah. pretty good theme song <laughs> some people stand in the dark David Hasselhoff sang the Baywatch thing? Oh, he oh, might have sung have the Baywatch it. Nights. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> It'd be funny, though. Anything else? Anybody got any last shout-outs? I didn't, I didn't have the hard must-have lyrics rule that David did, but I mm. did. Like, It had to be a really good instrumental song, especially in the 80s, for me mm-hmm. to consider it. I blew past a lot of, like, you know, St. Elsewhere, mm-hmm. Hill Street Blues. They all had really good instrumentals i know there's plenty i forgot about oh i'm sure i'm sure like i almost forgot about baywatch and i mean right that's quite the hole to leave in this episode that's what she said (laughs) and we didn't mention er this time er has that very good 90s theme yeah i mean that's what i was thinking must see tv like when you're Mm. thinking when we're talking about 90s it's like Friends and then the rest, right? Like, yes. Yeah. That's NBC, all right. Two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Remember that? Well, yeah, because, mm-hmm. I mean, Seinfeld is just the, like, yeah. and uh, that yeah. about you. Yeah. We talk about I mean, that. It's the Diet Coke of theme songs. Out yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
an ER. I mean, ER is, boop, 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 is boop, catchy. Boop, 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 boop. But I mean, Frasier's is all Frasier's all right, but then it's it's like a five second theme at the beginning, and then they right, just sing toss right. salad and scrambled eggs at the end. They just toss that yeah. salad, <laughs> then they're done. Yep. <laughs> what was the Scorch theme song? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to forget. But or the cop rock. Oh, there's just a lot of yeah. songs. Now, what's interesting is one theme song that is highly regarded that I listened to and which wasn't terribly impressed with was Hill Street Blues. Mm. Is that in the heat of the night? No. No. That, it's just a instrumental. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of low tempo. Yeah. Uh, kind of melancholy for a cop mm. show. It's, it's yeah. Well, I don't think I mentioned Law and Order, but that, oh, that's a banger of a theme. It is. It's like where Perry Mason, it's the continuation of that. I guess we're just throwing out all the themes. I, I did have that one on my list. I forgot about it. But it's, yeah, um, yeah. It's a good shout out. But yeah, I guess we can call it there, I guess. What did you learn today, Austin? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that there's no... No, I knew that. <laughs> I learned that. <laughs> there's yeah. no bad Disney afternoon theme song, but I already knew that. <laughs> that that's, that's true. That's that we've always known that Disney afternoon. <sighs> I don't. I have. I was not prepared for this question. <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn, David? Mm. Uh, that the Transformers theme song kind of sucks on the yeah. TV, <laughs> even though the movie version is the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> Just the whole soundtrack. Right. Yep, all all ten tracks of it I are art better with than, a capital A. Yes, all other songs ever made and, and, <laughs> and will ever be made. I learned that Austin likes Voyager. Yeah, that's his favorite the song. I just like the song. Someone <laughs> likes Voyager, and it's Austin. Don't, don't let the slander <laughs> get out there. And I learned that there are several TV shows produced after the two thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I learned that uh, that uh, uh, Carolyn is a bit of an anglophile. Mm, shows when up comes, there. When it comes to her her TV her TV mm-hmm. taste. Got some good beebs going. Y'all gotta get on them. Oh my god, what about Peep Show? You guys watch Peep Show? No, the theme no. song to that is Paranoid, Paranoid. Everybody's coming to get me. Say will never oh, let the, me. The flagpole sit-up yeah, song. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. These mostly use that part. All right. Uh, I guess we can end it there. Yay, good game.
I could sign off if I can get my notes, you know. We are a very special episode podcast. Good thing I wrote that down. (laughs) Be sure to rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. Follow us on Twitter at AVSEPod. Check out our Facebook page and email us via avsepodcast at gmail.com with all the theme songs we forgot to mention, which I'm sure was yeah. intentional and a personal front to you <laughs> that we did not mention. Hey, fuck you. If we didn't mention your favorite, it's yeah. because we don't like you. Yep, yep. Gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> so for a very special episode of podcast, this is David saying, I, I don't know. Um... Uh, do you want to go? Minneapolis, born and raised. This is David know. saying, "Where can we find you on the internet?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to give us a high five? Well, I forgot about that. Oh, you know, so off the rails. Blah 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 blah. Carolyn Main, C R O I N M E I N. Like the streets of Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon. What about you, Austin? Where are you making catchy beats online? Uh, <laughs> you can find me. Uh, on Twitter, where I will assure you that Star Trek Voyager is not my favorite Star Trek show. <laughs> he loves it. Uh, at Austin Gorton. And you can read my writing at therealgentlemanofleisure.com. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Dr. Bits, Real Gentleman of Leisure. Leisure.com. <laughs> All that fun stuff. When, when's your Law and Order review starting? Yeah, I know, I know. Ooh, chung chung. You get the episodes, though. They, they're not... Do you need help with episodes? <laughs> I am. Yeah, so I guess I should, but that still doesn't help me with how to sign off on this episode. Just because yeah. I forgot us. I think you have to do something. it in song, David. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Signing off <laughs> on this podcast. No matter Rain what the song, and Stitcher. <laughs> That was a very special episode We dissected that shit from head to toe Did the time fly by or was it smooth? Got so many life lessons Oh, how we've grown Seen so much TV that we're gonna explode Next time on a very special episode
Just when you think you're all by yourself, you're not. 